Lead Well. Welcome to the Lead Well podcast, where we're growing the whole leader, sharpening leadership skills while strengthening the heart in leadership. Let's lead well. Hello and welcome to the Lead Well Podcast. This is your host, Javon Legans, and thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of your leadership journey wherever you find yourself on it. We're always grateful that we have this opportunity to share with you for another podcast, and I'm really excited about this specific time together because we have a good friend of mine, special guest who's on the podcast for the first time. So if you're listening to this in your car, wherever you are, just give a good round of applause, even as I say the name. <sighs> we have our associate missions pastor, Pastor Alex Annafels on with us. Thank you so much for being a part of us. Of course, happy to be here. Yeah, we're happy to have you. So many of you may have met Pastor Alex before. You might have seen her face before because I know she's often been on the Victory Live. A couple times. A couple times. <laughs> Like, so, so she's between the two of us, she's the pro no, with no, this. So I'm no. excited. <laughs> so not at all. <laughs> either way, this is going to be a fun time. And, and I know even as we're preparing for this, I'm, I'm very excited about the topic that you're going to be talking about. And even just to provide a bit of context for all of the leaders who are listening to this. Uh, one of the things that we have talked about in the past that we're focusing in on is just the aspect of care. How mm -hmm. can we care for ourselves? And really just that simple thought of, before we go for Christ, we have to come to Christ yes. uh, and we have to allow him to minister to us, to rest, to make sure that our souls are well taken care of. So mm -hmm. as we take care of other people, we do it from a healthy place. And I believe the topic that Pastor Alex is really prepared to talk through today is one that is very, very important. And it's the power of edification, like mm -hmm. what edification does for us, what it does for other people. I think that's an incredible topic. And I know you're quite tied to this just because mm -hmm. of your own story. Yes. So let's start there. So as it relates to the power of edification, I'd love for you to just share a little bit of your story and your experience with this, even before we dive deeper into it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I would love to share my story. And it's so funny because if you had asked me five years ago, what does edification mean? What is, what is that? I probably would not have been able to put words to it. Yeah. It's definitely something that I've been learning in this season. So if I go back oh, maybe six or seven years, I was working in corporate America. I was a project manager. I was doing my thing. Yeah. I was living my best life, was dating my now husband at the time. And we had come to victory and we started serving, jumped in very early, loved it from the beginning. And I remember that as we were serving, I just had a heart posture of just wanting to be faithful. So when they said that they needed volunteers in youth ministry, I said, you got it. I'm yeah. there. And so we started serving in youth ministry and just kind of really just going in after what I believe that God had for us and started making friendships and connecting with some of the staff. And probably two years into that, we were approached or I was approached and someone mentioned to me that, that there was a position they were looking to fill in the missions department. And I thought, oh, that's exciting. I've been yeah. on a mission trip or two. Like, I think, I think I could really do that. And so the missions pastor reached out to me and we had a conversation and it was, it was really interesting because I didn't grow up in church. Like a lot of yeah. people have, my husband is a pastor's kid. So it was very different for him. He, he knows it like the back of his hand, but it was a little new for me. And I had never envisioned myself working in full-time ministry. That just wasn't a part of the plan. Well, my, not my plan, God's plan, <laughs> right? <laughs> it wasn't a part of my plan. And so I started talking with the missions pastor, just kind of learning more about what that would look like. 
and started really praying through it because I never want to make a decision like that where God isn't supporting me hundred percent, where that's not where God's calling me. And so after much prayer and much time of reflection, I decided to go ahead and apply for the position, had a couple of interviews, and I accepted the position probably three months into that process. Yeah. And it was so interesting and in just seeing how God moves, because as I was transitioning out of my corporate job and into ministry for the first time, I quickly learned that they had dissolved my position and several others Oh wow! <laughs> at the corporate job I was working at after I left. Wow. Yes. It was, it was very interesting because I just was like, okay, God, I'm following your lead. I'm being faithful. And so I start working in ministry and it was different. It was very different at first. Again, I didn't grow up in this and I'm just kind of learning as I go. And it was so interesting, Pastor Javon, because there were so many people who were speaking life over me and giving me opportunities to lead and do things I had never done. And there were things that I didn't even think I was capable of doing. And all it took was someone saying, okay, yeah, you can do this. You can try this. Why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? And I got to a place where I said, okay, I need to stop saying no (laughs) when people ask me to do things. Because sometimes that can be the initial reaction is, oh, no, 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 I'm not called to do that. Or no, I can't, I'm not qualified. And so I started telling myself, you know what, I'm just going to say yes, because I don't want to turn down this opportunity that God has for me, because you just never know what door is going to be opened through that opportunity. And so I was so grateful for all of the different people who just spoke life over me, people who affirmed me coming into ministry. And more recently, I had stepped into a pastoral role, Mm. which as you can probably tell is an even bigger, (laughs) it's a bigger transition. And so I had a lot of doubts and just okay, God, is this really you? Is, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? And am I doing it right? <laughs> that, yeah. that was a very common thought. Am I doing this right? And I'm telling you, the level of edification that I received from so many people was so life-giving. It, it just it, it inspired me. It motivated me. Because I think we can doubt. We can doubt ourselves in a lot of scenarios. And we can start to believe lies from the enemy. Right. When the enemy is telling us, oh, you're not qualified, or you can't do this, or you're not supposed to be here. And so I'm just so grateful for all of the people who were affirming and saying, yes, like I see this in you. Well, one of the things I take away from that as you share it is oftentimes the way that we can care for ourselves is by allowing other people to care for us Mm -hmm. by way of encouragement. Mm -hmm. Because some of the most harm, and I've even thinking about this for my own life, some of the most harm I've done has been harm to myself by just doubting and saying, eh, well, no, that's not for me. I don't, I don't think this is it. And, and your default response, even to encouragement can be, well, well, no, but yeah. I have to care for myself. Well, by saying yes to, okay, well, I'm allowing this person to encourage me. I'm allowing myself to be edified mm-hmm. in this space. And in that you use the term, which I think is critical in this it's life-giving. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're allowing the life inside of us to be boosted we're allowing ourselves, our spirits to be lifted, Mm -hmm. which I think is incredibly powerful. So as we were talking about this topic, you mentioned three specific things we can keep in Mm -hmm. mind as we lead, three questions we can ask. So I would love to hear the the first one in that and just let you expand on that. Absolutely. So one of the first things that I think is important for us to ask as individuals is, am I committed to the vision for God's kingdom? Because at the end of the day, we're all called to reach people for Jesus. It's not just the pastors on stage. It's not just Pastor Johnson. All of us are called to reach the people that Christ has put in our lives and in our circle of influence. And so we have to be able to embrace the role 
that we've been called to play in that vision. So if I'm on board, then I can trust and God can trust that the people that he puts in my circle of influence are going to be cared for. That's really good. So am I committed Mm -hmm. to the vision? Yes. That's really good. So first question is, for those of you who are listening to this and taking note of it, am I committed to the vision? Am I a part of that shared vision? Second question. Mm -hmm. So the second question I would ask everyone to consider is, am I sensitive and submitted to the Holy Spirit? And I think that this is important for a couple of reasons. I think it's important because the Holy Spirit is going to help us to reveal areas that maybe we may be struggling with individually. Yeah. So I need to be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is saying about me and my myself as an individual, but also what is the Holy Spirit telling me about the people in my small group maybe? Is there somebody that has certain gifts and talents and maybe they are ripe for the opportunity and they just haven't been edified? Do I need to have that I see in you conversation with yeah. them? And it's not something that I want to do my own strength. I want the Holy Spirit to guide and direct me towards those individuals that he's called. So am I committed to the vision? Secondly, am I sensitive and submitted to the Holy Spirit with this vision and even just with edification? And I love the fact that you point out that that works both ways. Mm -hmm. So am I sensitive to what the Spirit is saying about me in the spaces where I need to be open Mm -hmm. to edification and even just there? I think often, especially for the leaders who listen to this, because leaders can often have a certain type of mindset to where we're always the givers. Mm -hmm. And when we're being given to, we feel like takers, Mm -hmm. you know, and we feel like it may be selfish of us to receive the gift that someone has, honestly, that God has called them to give us, whether it be encouragement or edification. And so as you're saying that second point of, am I sensitive to the, to what the spirit is saying? Mm -hmm. Am I allowing myself to receive? Mm -hmm. And then the other side of that is, am I allowing myself to be able to give, am I sensitive to the Holy spirit Mm -hmm. for what he may have for the people in my circle of influence? That's really good. What's number three. Yeah. So the third one is just really taking some time to consider how can I, as an individual embrace the power of edification. Like, what do I need to do in my private time with God? So I think that it's important that we have the right heart, the heart, the right heart posture. So even just taking a moment to just invite God in and say, Hey God, this is something that I'm really struggling with, but I really want to take advantage because I think, I believe you've called me to this. And so making sure that I see the value in this the same way that God does. I think that that's an important step before making that commitment and saying, okay, I'm actually going to intentionally try and help people. I am going to intentionally take some time to just make sure that I'm identifying those people that I can speak like Bober. So give me those three again. Yep. So the first one is, am I committed to the vision for God's kingdom? The second question is, am I sensitive and submitted to the Holy Spirit? And the third question is, how can I embrace the power of edification? So for the leaders who are listening to this, You've given us a lot to think about and to really take with us as we go on our leadership journey with those questions to remember. But for those who are listening, what is one thing as we consider the power of edification and being open to edifying others and being edified by others? Mm -hmm. What's one thing that we can remember as we go and as we move forward in our leadership? Yeah, no, no, definitely. So I am a kind of person where I love when there are things that are easy to remember. And so there's a acronym that they use in the Hero Maker book that we've all been reading as a staff. And the acronym is 
I see in you. It might not be an acronym. It might just be letters. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally I see what, Whatever in you. <laughs> it is, is, is helpful. We, we love it. It's very <laughs> we love helpful it because it's so easy to remember. And so basically what it's saying is there are going to be opportunities and there are going to be people that you are going to have influence over and you're going to see them rising to the occasion in certain levels of leadership. And so just taking that time to sit down and say, hey, I see this in you and I really think that God is calling you here taking time to be sensitive to what God is saying and just having those conversations is going to be huge because that's what yeah. God's called us to do. For sure. And honestly, even allowing people to have that same conversation mm -hmm. with you in the different parts of your journey, because mm -hmm. that's a big part of even your story Absolutely. in here. Just the people having those conversations to say, Hey, I see this in you mm -hmm. and allowing life to be given yes. to you through that edification. Absolutely. And it takes nurturing. It's not always yeah. going to be received the first time. I remember when we were leading a small group, there was a couple and my husband yeah. and I were saying, Hey, we think you guys are called to lead a small group. And they're like, no, they said no <laughs> plenty of times. <laughs> Plenty of times. So we have to allow God to kind of work on them and yeah. help them to realize like, hey, you guys are capable. You can do this. And so they've been leading that small group now for a year. I was going to say, and I know the couple that you're mm -hmm. talking about, yeah. and they've been leaders for they've quite some time. It. And the cool thing is because of the edification that you received or that you gave to them mm -hmm. and they, with time yeah. and with the power of relationship, were able to receive mm -hmm. It's really cool because now they're doing that for other people. They're doing it. And as now, well, that's really cool. And hopefully they'll be having that conversation right. with somebody else. That's really, really good. Thank you so much, Pastor Alice, for just being a part of the Lead Well podcast. My pleasure. You're a part of the Lead Well family now. Thank you so <laughs> much for just investing in us as leaders. And I say that on behalf of everyone who listens to this podcast. And on behalf of myself and Alice, we're just so thankful for everyone who's listening that you invited us again into your leadership journey, wherever you find yourself on mm -hmm. it. We just want to thank you. Lead Well is a place where we want to just resource leaders. And we do that in a number of ways. We do that via the podcast here that you can actually go and listen to previous episodes. You can find that on leadwellpeople.com. You can go and, and hear every episode that we released on that website. You can also go there and find like different articles and resources that may be helpful for to you as you lead. So please check that out. You can also connect with us on social media, on Instagram at leadwellpeople. Again, that's at leadwellpeople on Instagram. And again, this is Lead Well, where we sharpen our skills as we strengthen our hearts. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great rest of your day.